The city of Chicago is known to travelers for its diverse cuisine, culture, and communities. But those of us who call it home know there's a whole world outside the city limits. With nearly 10 million residents across eight counties, the country's third largest metro area is full of great places to live, eat, work, and play. As a real estate agent serving the suburbs, I have the privilege every day to get to know the people and places that make this sweet home Chicagoland. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sweet Home Chicagoland. I'm your host, Chris Granell. I'm with Keller Williams Realty here in the Chicago suburbs. And this podcast is all about highlighting the people, the places, the businesses that make the Chicago suburbs a great place to live. So I'm super excited to introduce today's guest. He's a good buddy of mine, a super talented guy. And I know he's probably got a lot more fans than I do, but but hopefully our numbers will jack up now that we've gotten on the podcast. So let me let me bring in Mr. Scott Lewis from Hillbilly Rockstar, Chicago's number one country band. Scott, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Chris. Don't sell yourself short, man. I, lo- I love your vocals. <laughs> great singer. Thank buddy. you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Well, it's good to have you here. So uh, I know it's been a crazy year for everybody in the Chicago music scene, and we're going to talk about how you guys have handled that and and uh, for those watching that don't know my music side, some people might only know me from the real estate world, but uh, Scott and I are buddies from the Chicago band scene. And uh, so, Scott, I wanted to ask you, you know, since this is a podcast all about Chicagoland, tell me tell me about your connection to Chicagoland. Um, where did you did you grow up here or did you move here and where do you live now? Tell me about that. Well, I was born in DeKalb, Illinois, and then my parents moved um, to the city. And that's, you know, I was about eight years old. But um, then, then I actually moved away when I was a teenager because my, my father had some family that lived in Iowa. And during my, about three, three of my teen years, I actually worked on a farm. And oh, that's wow. I got my country roots and my dad was a truck driver. And, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, with country music. So, um, but yeah. That's awesome. So when we moved to the city, uh, as a kid, uh, my dad decided to open up a bar in Chicago. And when he opened up that bar, he decided to have live entertainment. And I believe I was about 11 years old. And uh, he had a couple bands that would come in on a regular basis. And they would, you know, meet with me because I was in the bar. Because my dad had a, an, you know, he had an apartment in the back of it. So I would come out during the day or sometimes he'd let me come out and listen to the shows. And it was really cool. So I got to, you know, meet a lot of local musicians, um, you know, buddy guys, one of them, uh, wow. Cyrus Hayes, you know, a lot of blues guys. And then I got to meet some, you know, country guys you know, on the scene as well. So I was really infatuated with drums back then. I started out as a drummer um, playing drums when I was 11. And I used to have to clean the bar every morning. So, <laughs> so when, when he had a house band that was there for a couple months, I asked the drummer if I could mess around on his kit and that's where it all started <laughs> that's awesome. yeah that's awesome man well that's a cool story so you like yeah it's been in your blood for a long long time Absolutely. and i always it's fu- it's funny i always wondered i mean you know this and anybody who's uh in the music scene that's watching or listening to us uh right now knows that us musicians don't get to hang out very much together because <laughs> We're always, we're always working, right? When I so, see you at a show, I'm like, Chris, Chris, it's so good to I see know. you. 
So that's cool. I didn't know that about you. It's cool to, to learn that. So yeah, that's awesome. So, and I always wondered too, where the country came from. I mean, I like country music too. And, uh, we lived in Nashville for a while, but I always wondered with you. So you grew up on a farm, so you did some real hard work for a while there. I did. I actually drove a John Deere 4440, farmed 144 acres. We raised, wow. pig, we raised pigs, um, cows and, um, and goats. And uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting to say the least, especially the pig side of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So you got some really cool experiences in the background there. So that led you to getting involved in music. And I know we're probably fast forwarding through a lot of life and life experiences, but you started, correct me if I'm wrong, Hillbilly Rockstars in 2008. Is that right? Uh, 2007. 2007. Okay. We didn't actually start playing out until the end of 2007. We had like our first two gigs. And then okay. 2008 is when we actually became a band. Okay. Very cool. So what was that? What was the scene like for country music in 2008 in Chicago? Zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to play. Um, we had to kind of scrape our way through a few local bars. You know how it is when you're starting yep. out. Hey, you know, come on, give us a try, you know, and things like that. But uh, our, our um, set list, ironically, back then was probably three quarters country. And then about a quarter of it was classic rock because some bars just wouldn't even have you with just country. Yeah. So as, as you know, as, as you know, country got more popular, I'd say around 2010, 2011, it really started, you know, popping. That's when I say that, you know, we went to a full country night, you know, for a set list. Awesome. Yeah, you're right. That was right. That was actually when I was living in Nashville at the time. And so things were, man, I mean, it was absolutely blown up and, and big time crossover. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. Cause I remember, I mean, you know, I listened to a lot of country in the nineties, you know, I'm um, country man. Oh man. And right there. Oh, absolutely. And, and, but it was funny cause you're, cause at that time, I mean, so I, you know, I'll show my age a little bit here. I was in high school at that time. So for me, um, you know, I kind of got made fun of for listening to country music (laughs) as a, as a Chicago kid, you know, but, uh, now it's, now it's mainstream all the way. Yeah, now we're the cool kids. Finally, only took you know, <laughs> exactly, man. So you guys started out doing a mix of you said the country and the classic rock, and you know we come from the scene in, in Chicago where there's a rich, rich cover band scene, and that's that's not the case in a lot of cities. For I don't know if people who grow up in Chicago realize that, but even you know Nashville, obviously, but if you go to yeah. It's interesting, you know, like, and so you guys grew out of that. But what I'm curious about is when did you get interested in doing original music? Um, actually, I've always been, you know, writing music here and there throughout my career, but I never really had the confidence to do it. And, you know, ironically, <clears throat> the last few years, people were really digging the band. You know, we, we started getting a bigger draw and a lot of our fans were just demanding it. You know, they're like, you know, you guys got to put out some originals. Come on, come on, come on. And I had some in my pocket and, uh, you know, I had a few ideas that I wanted to do. And that's when we decided to debut our our album, uh, Feels Like Home, which is an EP, just five songs. Um, But we wanted to kind of, you know, test the waters, see what, you know, what people thought. And uh, I got to tell you, it's one of the scariest things to do is to put out original music. 
because uh, I guess the best way to describe it is, you know, if you work out a lot, <clears throat> you know, like people that we know, as an <laughs> angel, um, you know, and then you take off your shirt and you're going to show everybody and you hope that you have, you know, people go, hey, man, you look really good. It's the same thing <laughs> with music. You know, you put it out there and you're just kind of like, are they going to like it? I hope they like right. it. You know, I wrote this yep. from, from my heart or an experience or, you know, a, a life lesson, you know, and things like that. So when I um, when I released the, the title track, Feels Like Home, I was just uh, floored at the uh, at the response. It was just like, I'll tell you what, man, it's no better feeling <laughs> in music as, you know, as a musician with the, you know, with your career that people are accepting something that you wrote from scratch. Yeah, you know, I uh, I paid attention, paid a lot of attention when you guys released that song because you know I, I come from original music way back when, and, and members of my band we've always kind of talked about that kind of thing, and you know the timing that hasn't really felt right yet. But I when I saw the response that you guys got, I was super excited for you because number one, it's a great it's a great song, the title track, and Thanks. then um, and you know, but but the support and love that you guys got from your fans, I think yeah. probably made you feel pretty validated, right? It was amazing. Yeah. And people were coming out to buy the CDs and they wanted the shirt to go with it. So it was, it was pretty awesome. That's awesome, man. Very so nice. you guys, you guys play all over Chicagoland, but you also do some traveling um, down in Nashville here and there, right? Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah. yeah we, um, we actually got to play for CMT awards. They did a private event and um, they had a bunch of big wigs and real estate people there and stuff. And they actually discovered us, ironically, at Toby Keats, which is now Joe's Live. Oh, yeah. Us perform there. And I get a phone call, random phone call out of nowhere. Hey, this is, you know, Jeff Newberger from CMT. And I'm like, oh, okay, who's this? Is somebody pranking me? And he's like, <laughs> hey, man, we saw you. We want you to do a corporate event for us. I'm like, what? Why? Where? You know, what are you talking about? He's, I'm like. He's, yeah, we saw you at Joe's Live. We had such a great time with your band. We really love what you guys are doing. You're, you know, you're you're very authentic. You should be down here anyway. And I'm like, down where? And he's like, Nashville. So uh, he invited us for this corporate event, and I was blown away because I'm like, there's so much talent down there, and you want a Chicago band? Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I was just, I still to this day just I'm just so like you know honored and humbled and. You know, we got this gig and, you know, all expenses paid. They put us up. They brought our, you know, wives down and uh, we got to perform. It was called, um, I think the venue's gone now. I think it's, uh, I think it's now um, Florida Georgia Lines uh, Bar. But it was called um, a, a Venue, which is the letter A and then Venue. Yeah. And they were doing a lot of wedding stuff like that and corporate right. events. So they put us up in um, a hotel there. And we performed for them and it was just, it was off the charts. It was just unbelievable. And I have friends and, you know, a lot of people that I know down there from my career over the years. Um, one of my buddies is a great, great guitar player. He played with Jared Neiman for like eight years. Uh, Travis Mobley, he's with Shenandoah. Wow. Uh, Vince Marino, he's been with everybody you can think of. Uh, I had the honor of being on stage in Broadway uh, with uh, George Jones's steel guitar player, uh, Tom Killen amazing musicians um you know just to be on stage with these guys is like a dream come true because they're, they're just so talented but going back to that that whole thing i mean it was just uh you know it was, it was just an honor to get down there and play 
and then once people actually heard us, you know, some other clubs wanted us to come down and play a few sets here and there. So we played uh, about a half dozen times, you know, here and there uh, when we're not playing up here because we're a very, very busy band. And uh, we also played for the uh, ACM Awards. Uh, we got to guest sing with um, Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers at oh, the wow. 50th Anniversary Awards. He invited us up on stage to sing with them all the gold in California. So that was pretty cool. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, we've had we've had some really, you know, like great milestones with this band. And, you know, some of my friends um, from Nashville help, you know, with the CD, um, you know, steel players and, you know, instrumentation that I wanted to be authentic for the songs. And um, and then my band learned them. And I'll tell you what, man, I'm not short shortchanging my band either. I mean, I got some of the most talented people in Chicago in my band. and I'm proud of it. I always say I, I am the weakest link. You know, I just I the band and I, I sing a few tunes, but, you know, without them, I, I couldn't do this. You know, it's uh, it's a family. It really is. And and I'm proud to be on stage with all of them. And I know, you know, our our bass player real well. You, you we, we shared him for for some time. And then I that's right. I, I stole him away from you. I hope you're not. That's right. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you guys do have a great lineup. And, and, you know, and we know, too, I mean, you know, but being in the music scene, you know, sometimes people come, people go, sometimes they come back. Right. And, um, what's, what's amazing to me about your band and, and there's a couple others like this in the scene, but you guys have just always been constant, you know, even if, even if somebody had to go away or, or whatever, you guys have always put out a great, very consistent product. And what's, what I think is strikes me about your band. And like I said, there's, there's other bands as well, but you guys, um, it's a show. It's not just getting up there and playing music. And I'll be honest with you. I think that is probably why you stood out in the minds of those folks from Nashville too. Cause I, I lived there for a while and you're right. The talent is unbelievable, it's, but I'm not worthy. You know what I mean? Right, right. For sure. For sure. On an individual level. But, but I will say that a lot of those people are down there because they're trying to make it either in the recording side or on the touring side. They're not necessarily there trying to put on the best, cover act or Good the best point. yeah you know entertain and so exactly and so what you guys do i mean i love just some of the you know the holler and swaller and just the stuff that when you're watching you guys perform you kind of you feel like you're a part of the show that's what we want you know we always say that you know we're the players and and the people are the show yeah 100 percent. and and one of my favorite things about your show too is i gotta i, I gotta talk to you about the guitars so, oh man, I love your guitar. So you're, you're a, a telly man, right? That is my favorite go-to. I mean, I, I own a Strat and I own a Les Paul, but they don't get much play. <laughs> right. Yeah, guy. That's awesome. And so you've got, you've got several, I mean, I don't even know. You probably have way more than I know about. I know you got the John Deere, right? Yep. I got John Deere. I have the uh, General Lee, which is based right. off of the hazard. Yep. I have the American flag. <clears throat> the worn American flag that was uh, built by Fat Cat Guitars out of Elgin, Illinois. That guy's amazing. Okay. Awesome. I, I have a flame top. Um, it's blue and silver sparkle. Uh, also a custom shop made by Fat Cat Guitars. Um, a thin line Telecaster, just a straight, you know, Fender American made. Um, beautiful guitar. Um, trying to think. I, I have a, a sun, uh, a cherry sunburst uh, Stratocaster. 
Um, trying to think what else I got. Oh, a custom shop Harley Davidson hundred anniversary. That one is. Uh, there was only ten of those made. I think I just saw. Did you put? A, you posted a picture of that recently, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that one was awesome. Yeah, that's it super is. cool. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed to. You know, as people come to me, it started out with the John Deere, this guy that's out of um, Minnesota called Da Vinci Custom Guitars. He actually saw a video of us playing somewhere, and he loved the name, so he listened to it, and he he actually contacted me through MySpace back then. Oh yeah, <laughs> and said, uh, "Hey man, I've got this guitar. It's a custom shop. You know, it's a one of a kind, and I was supposed to build." guitars for all the John Deere stores to put up, you know, as a display. And the whole deal fell through. You know, we had lawyers and all this stuff and they wanted to produce, uh, I think it was like 2000 guitars in X amount of time. He's like, I'm a little guy. I couldn't do it. So he goes, I, I thought this whole deal was going through. I got this prototype. I sent it to them. They sent it back. The deal's off. I own it. It was painted at the John Deere factory, you know, in, wow. in, in yeah in the quad cities. And I was just like, really? He's like, yeah, I, I think you should have it, man. Cause it just screams hillbilly. And I'm like, <laughs> hey dude, I, I'm interested. So he made me an offer. You know, I know what guitars are worth cause I've been collecting for some time and I bought it for pretty decent, but I got to tell you when I got it, <clears throat> it didn't play that great because it oh. wasn't really made to be played. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just a display piece. Yeah. Yeah. It had a lot of great parts on it, but it wasn't set up. The pickups, you know, were, were EMGs, which I'm not really an EMG guy. And uh, make a long story short, you know, I took it to Fat Cats and told them what I wanted done to it, made it my own. Um, it is all genuine Fender parts, but it's not technically a Fender. It's it's like a parts caster, I guess you could call it. You know, <laughs> want to get right. down to it, but it's um, it's a blessing and a curse because. <laughs> When I play the guitar, everybody remembers me and they think about the band. And then if I try to play a different guitar, I get a hard time, man. I'm telling you, people are like <laughs> they're emailing me, messaging me, and they're like, hey, man, why don't you have the John Deere out tonight? You know, I mean, the general link is cool, but I really want to see the telly tonight, man. I'm like, oh, man. So I'm telling you, it's a blessing and a curse. And um, But I do love it. I literally just played a... Uh, uh, a show in uh, CD and me in uh, Frankfurt. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> it was really cool because I got an email from the guy and he wants to book us for a new venue in Indiana, which we got to talk oh. about. We'll hook you up. Nice. Uh, so so uh, <laughs> he says, uh, Hey, uh, just so you know, I'm opening up this new venue. It's going to be similar to CD and me. And I wanted to let you know, I walked in the door and I'm like, we're going to check this band out and see what they're all about. And he goes, and a light bulb went off because I saw you with that John Deere. And I'm like, you <laughs> know, these guys, I saw them at Toby Keith. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. You know, Toby Keith's been closed for a while. And he goes, it all came back to me. And I told my partners that are helping you know, open this, this venue that, you know, this is a great band. I, I know these guys because I saw that John Deere before. I'm like, okay, I'm, if, you know, if you associate a great band with, you know, the guitar, I guess it's working, you know, it's good marketing and I'll take it, you know. So that was a pretty cool story <laughs> and the band got a kick out of it too. I'm like, see, you know, we branded ourselves pretty well. I mean, uh, you know, Absolutely. in the hillbilly thing. So it was pretty awesome. That's funny, man. That's, you know, you and you have to do stuff like that, you know, and I'll tell you a funny side note with that. So, 
you know, some of the listeners might not know the band that I'm in is called Recycle the Day. Great well, band. We, Great band. Thank you. Thank you. So we, uh, we, we were joking around and we, when I got involved in the band about six years ago, we really tried to amp up the marketing and, you know, get the on stage, you know, have the TVs going and that kind of a thing, just so people would remember and get them to like us on social and that kind of stuff. Sure. And uh, so, you know, Johnny, the, the band, yeah. Leader, yeah. my best buddy and uh, oh, great guitarist. And uh, he, he said, <laughs> he said, you know, we got to do something to make our name more memorable. I said, well, well, what do you mean? He's like, we just got to pound it into people's heads. He said, I was talking to a bride the other day and she said, uh, we finally found you. Like we, we, we've been looking for you guys and we finally found you. And he thought she meant like, you know, we were looking for that right band. And we finally found the right band. Right. She said, she said, no, we saw you and we couldn't remember your name. And we looked all over for you. <laughs> and so he was yeah. like, God, so that is funny. Then every, every show, I, you know, I took every breath I could take was, you know, remember, remember the name of the band, you know? So yeah, absolutely. That's funny, man. So that's cool that it's worked out for you guys that way. Hey, I want to ask you about a really cool event that you guys have done. I think two years, maybe more, you'll tell me, uh, the Chicago music cruise. Tell me, uh, uh yeah. with four, seven, years, seven, tell me, four years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about how you guys got into that and, um, you know, how's that experience been for you guys? Well, um, we actually met up with our good friends now, uh, seventh heaven. You know, we would see each other on the scene and we got to know each other. You know, we opened for them, you know, quite a few times and I got to know the, uh, the owner and the genius behind the band, uh, Richie Hofer. And um, we got to talking, you know, we got to be really good friends. My wife actually works with him. Uh, he has a travel agency and uh, also does a lot of uh, festivals. <clears throat> you know, he helps out and books bands and, you know, sets up festivals and gets them going. So in the interim of getting to know each other, he's like, you know, I got this thing that I do on the side and Chicago music cruise. And, you know, I want to, well, actually it was called seventh heaven and friends back then where people come out, you know, the fans and they get to interact with the, uh, with the band and you get to perform on the ship. And he goes, you know, would you be interested? I'm like, duh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Who want to go on a cruise? <clears throat> so I right. said, well, how many times do you perform? He goes, well, depending on the itinerary, it could be anywhere from two to four times. We never know. So, um, you know, because they have their regulars that sign up for six months on those ships. So once he brought that to our attention, we thought we'd give it a try. And uh, we went the first time. And I think it was just like a little over 200 people. We had only brought probably 60, I think, and the rest were all Seventh Heaven fans. And the word got out, man. People started talking. Um, you know, we got to perform on the, on the main stage in the back of uh, the Royal, uh, Royal Caribbean's um, Oasis of the Seas. So we've been on Oasis, Allure, the Harmony, and the Symphony. So it's all the, the really big ships. They're all their flagships. And uh, so once we performed on that, we started getting fans from all over the world, believe it or not. It was crazy. Because people that are on these ships are coming from all over the world. So yeah. we're getting emails from like, you know, Italy, <clears throat> you know, England, you know, oh, we really love your band, you know, and we hope <laughs> you guys do the cruise again. And I'm forwarding these to Richie and Richie's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. He goes, by the time you get off the ship, you're going to have a few corporate gigs somewhere. Sure enough, we got corporate gigs. I was like, 
you know, and one of them is a big festival in, in Ohio. You know, we got to play down in Iowa, you know, for another festival. They all saw us on the ship. So it was an amazing experience, and it just kind of exploded from there. And now we average over 500 people from the Chicagoland area. Wow. Family, friends, and other bands, <clears throat> you know, so we need to talk about that too. Um, <laughs> you know, that get to perform on this on the ship. And it's pretty awesome. And it's a great marketing tool. And we hope, you know, to grow it. I mean, Richie is the, you know, the, the genius and my wife behind growing this thing. Um, we had Infinity on with us um, two years ago. And that went over really well. Um, you know, I think he's got some other bands I can't name that's coming up in uh, the 2022, which is in January, February. I can't remember the exact date. But if you go to ChicagoMusicCruise.com, got to put a plug there in. There you uh, go. All the uh, details are there, but it's all so much fun because you know yourself being in, in this industry, you, you go to, you know, perform. And when you go to perform, you got to play your set. You stop for a little bit. You say hi to everyone. Thank you for coming. Sorry, I got to go back to work. So you don't really get to <laughs> hang out with anybody. You can't drink in most cases. Right. So um, it gives us the chance to perform and hang out with people at the pool. And, you know, have a few drinks. That's the hillbilly thing. Um, well, actually, it's everybody's thing, but. Right. <laughs> our thing. And uh, do a few hollers and swallers. And it's so cool to interact with your fans. And you get to know these people um, on, a, on a great personal level um, that I have really just gotten closer with these people as friends and the bands. Like, the bands have been so cool and so welcoming. You know, at first we were like. You know, I don't know, this is kind of weird. You know, there's a lot of Seventh Heaven bands here. They're probably not going to like country music. <clears throat> but lo and behold, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that, you know, like me, I like all music, um, that really love the band and appreciate it. And they thought it was a nice change of pace. And it's uh, it's grown, man. It's it's amazing. It's an awesome opportunity. If any band ever gets asked by Richie to do it, uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And so you guys, did you do it? Did you get a chance to do it last year before everything shut down or? Uh, actually, we did in January and that's okay. right when the COVID came out in February. Yeah. So, yeah, we did get it in. And then, um, you know, obviously we didn't get it in for this year because, right. you know, everything's still shut down on that end. But he did, he was able to rebook it and we're all pretty uh, confident that everything's going to be good by the time that our next cruise um happens uh, i also want to mention too we, we added uh, dazzle and dawn which is a line dance instructor for nice. music on that ship as well um he's had awesome. stars. He, he's had tim smith from john m smith you know furniture commercials come and he was a speaker you know he had scott childers the radio guy um you That's know cool. he's had a lot of like you know local celebrities that you know join us um i know he was talking about bringing some us 99 people on next time so he's always inviting locals, you know, celebs to, you know, come aboard. I know he's got a, a comedian from Chicago that's supposed to be on next time. So we're trying to grow it. And if anyone wants to join in, you know, definitely contact Richie through ChicagoMusicCruise.com or 7th Heaven. Everybody knows those guys. They've been around for like 35 years. They're like local. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, when, I mean, when I think of some of the, you know, the top, the top tier bands in Chicago. I mean, obviously seventh heaven's kind of the first one that comes to everybody's mind, but you guys are right up there. I mean, honestly, especially when it comes to country, I mean, I can't think of, I mean, it's no slight to our friends who are in other country bands. There's great bands everywhere. Thank you, bro. Um, 
but yeah, for sure. Now, you know, you mentioned, we both talked about a little bit about the pandemic and I mean, it's been, it's been all everybody's talked about for the last year, but you guys have still, you know, been able to stay relevant. I saw you did some, some live streams, right? Last year. Yeah, we did some fun. live streams. We actually had some park districts ask us to record, uh, you know, some videos that they could post on their local cable networks and we still got oh. paid. So, I mean, we were so grateful for that. You know, we That's didn't, awesome. see, yeah, we didn't see that one coming. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we did the live streams, but ironically we started getting calls for like outdoor events yeah you know, bars with you know giant you know uh, i don't know what you call them parking lot parties i guess right. you know they set up outside so people could actually come and see bands so we were very fortunate to get those calls and um, normally we do 100 plus shows a year last year we did 56 but it was it was more than most people and i'm not bragging yeah. i'm just grateful you know yeah. i would have you know been more than happy to share that that wealth with any band because it was pretty darn depressing you know in the first few months and then when the, you know the phone started ringing for these gigs you know obviously the money isn't what it was because everyone's hurting so we're working with people so we could perform i have no shame in saying that you know what i mean you right. gotta do what you gotta do and you know if they're hurting we're hurting you know and it's right. both ways you know so you know being at my dad owned a bar i know what it's like to you know pay the band and not make any money. So oh, yeah. it's, it's all about, you know, working together and keeping our scene alive. And a lot of these bar owners and venues were very kind to bring us in. Yeah. It was neat to see that. And you guys, uh, <clears throat> I think it works out particularly with your style of music and the kind of atmosphere. So it was really cool that you guys got to do a lot of those outdoor shows. I was excited for you. You know, we played, I mean, like we're similar to you, you know, recycle the day does about a hundred, 110 shows a year. And, I didn't even count last year because, you know, so much of ours is weddings and uh, that, that industry just, you know, just took a bath last year. I mean, it was just, uh, yeah, it, was bad. it was hard to see, but what I was encouraged by though, was everybody rallying together. And the, the interesting thing was I've got to know you a little bit more over the last couple of years. And in the last year I made more friends in the Chicago music scene than Great. I ever have because yeah. And cause we're all sitting at home with nothing to do. <laughs> so, you know, we, a lot of folks had their live streams and I would see people pop on there and support each other. So it's, uh, for people who, who don't know the scene, like the two of us or like our, our friends and fans do, um, it's a real family, you know, it is for sure. We're very blessed to have this music scene and I hope it keeps going. You know, for sure. Got- what do you guys have coming up next? Um, this week we're actually up at Sundance Saloon in Mundelein. Okay. Social distance event, yeah. limited seating, so you got to buy tickets. And um, then after that, we're down in uh, Elgin at uh, Old Republic Kitchen. Uh, you know, the week after on Friday, and then uh, I believe we're going to be the opening band for Saddle Up in Aurora. They're supposed to be opening on April 10th. Oh, great! Very cool. So I think, um, are you seeing? Are you seeing positivity ahead for this year? Thinking some, yeah, some new shows? Ringing. You know, some fests said they're not taking a chance, but a lot of fests have booked us. So That's yeah, we're seeing, a, we're seeing a good year ahead. Thankfully, hopefully it keeps going that way and everybody stays happy and healthy and, you know, uh, gets their vaccine if, you know, if, if that's what you're into right. <laughs> you know, yep. or doesn't. But, you know, let's all be safe so we can keep, keep the scene going and keep everybody, you know, healthy because it's definitely a real problem. And we need to make sure that everybody stays safe. Amen, brother. Amen. We want to just whatever it takes to get people back to, you know, just 
and having fun with each other, man. Oh, that's why I miss people. I miss I miss shaking people's hand and giving them a I'm hug. A hugger, it's like, dude, I am a hugger. I hug everybody, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I saw you was at uh, Joliet Hollywood Casino, and I yep. saw you, and I ran up to you, and I gave you a fair <laughs> hug. You know, yep. but I got to tell you, I'm, I know I'm on your show, but recycle the day. I've seen them. We we co-build on some shows, and I'll tell you what, what a show you guys put on. High energy, amazing vocals, great, great musicianship. I mean, you guys impressed the heck out of me. And uh, I got to tell you, it, it's so good to see fellow musicians killing it, and you guys are great. Oh, thank you, man. We appreciate it. We uh, <clears throat> It's been a while for us. We haven't done a show uh, since uh, near the end of last year. I just had a little baby yes. a month ago. Yes. Thank you. So it's uh, it's been crazy, but we're looking forward to to getting back out there as well. So I want to, before, uh, I definitely want to make sure we plug everything so people know where to find you. But before Thanks, we do that, I want to give everybody who hasn't had a chance to watch it or listen to it, uh, we're going to play the title track from your EP, Feels Like Home. And uh, just tell me real quick, what's what's the inspiration for this song? It's actually a song about uh, me and my wife and my family. So I was dedicated to them. And... Uh, the music video that we put out uh, actually has my son and his wife with his niece and nephew because they don't have any kids yet. So we borrowed them for the video, but uh, they played um, us. You know, my son played me and uh, she played, you know, my wife, uh, Justin and Kimbra Lewis. So I was That's very awesome. proud to have them a part of it. And I got an amazing family. And my daughter is a great musician. She plays piano and teaches vocals, okay. you know, music stores. And uh, she's phenomenal and uh, chip off the old block. My son plays drums and sings. So I'm very blessed. And I'm sure you'll see some of that. You know, it, it rubs <laughs> off these kids. Uh, oh, yeah. Surprise you. I mean, my son became 10 times the drummer I ever was. <laughs> you know, and my daughter just blows me away with her singing. You know, just, she's a soprano and she sings in four different languages and teaches wow. people. So just like, uh, very, very cool. So, yeah, the song is all about my family and, you know, playing music and trying to live that dream. And they back me all 100 percent and still do to this day. That's awesome, man. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing legacy. You'll something you'll be able to look at in the future, you know, for many years to come. So, all right, we're going to get it up here on the screen. And for those of you guys, this one's Hillbilly Rockstars feels like home. Thank you, Chris. Wake up in the morning, smell that coffee brew, and it feels like home. Feels like home. Sunshine on the sofa, smile you can't resist. It feels like home. Feels like home. I'm thankful for this life we live. Dogs, the house, the most beautiful kids with you here. It feels like home. It feels like home I keep strumming along It feels like home it feels like home Like a favorite song it feels like home Friday money's in the bank Next day it's gone <laughs> it feels like 
Awesome, brother. Feels like home, man. That's I love uh love the kiddos in that one. That's that's gonna yeah, be fun that, for yeah, Jack they're and Gracie. They're they're just awesome and they love music. So it was so great when we, we did that video because they were all excited and they just get plays play feels like home. Play feels like home. <laughs> hey man, so I almost forgot. I'm glad that we played it because it reminds me you guys have some new music coming up, I think this year, don't you? Yes, we do. We're uh, we're we're finishing up our uh, our second uh sophomore cd as you would call it and uh it looks like we're gonna have seven songs on this one and uh some different writing some different stylings but i'm pretty excited about what, what we got coming out it's gonna be a little different um i'd say it's probably more uh jason aldinish you know a little heavier okay. on some of it and then we also got some like slower ballads geared towards like george Strait. so that's awesome man i'm looking forward to it i can't wait Hey, I was gonna te- I was gonna tease you too. A couple of weeks ago, I posted, uh, you know, you know that I do real estate as my full time. Yeah, career. yeah. Absolutely. And I po- I posted something up on face uh, on Instagram, and I used that song in my Instagram really? story, and I tagged you. you. Gotta, I, I didn't see yeah. it, man. You gotta, yeah. Yeah, I gotta find it. <laughs> I'll now. do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah real estate feels like home. I get it, man. It, That's yeah. right. That's right. I love it. I love it. Thank you. So hey, much. Scott. It's absolutely, man. Thank you for being here, man. Thanks for joining us. It's uh it's a pleasure. It's always good talking with you. I'm hoping that uh 
maybe in a, a little bit we can have we can share some beers here too. Yeah, man, I'd like to share a stage with you. That's what I'd like to do. Okay, so, I'm, 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 I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Hey, give the people, uh, I mean, heck, everybody in Chicago knows how to find you, but for the people who don't, tell them where they can find you online and all that good stuff. Well, we're on all social media platforms. So, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram, all that good stuff, YouTube. Um, but the best way to find us is hillbillyrockstars.com. And we just redesigned our, our website. We're pretty proud of it. Uh, nice. Hillbilly Rockstars with a Z, not an S at the right. end. Uh, Hillbilly Rockstars with a Z dot com uh, dot net dot org. We own those three. So either nice. any of those that you type in, um, we greatly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, our, our mantra with the band is good times with good people. So if you come out and you're good people, make sure you introduce yourself because that's what we're all about. That's awesome, man. That's a perfect way to end this. Scott Lewis, Hillbilly Rockstars. Thanks again for joining us here. Really Sweet Home Chicago Land. Hey, if you guys don't know, keep following us here on all major podcast platforms pay attention on youtube and we're going to have some more video content later this year and remember as always we know that chicago is a great city but don't forget to think outside the city limits you guys have a good week thanks bud